three, two, one. Most of our understandings and ideas about the narco war is because of Pablo Escobar's series, books and films. With some context and if we look back, a lot of things had happened over the years and the actual world is quite different from the one during the 80s or 90s. That's why I want to tell you about four places where Pablo Escobar didn't even dream of. I am Hugo Marroquin, a Mexican living in Colombia. I write and I work as a marketing and communications director in the publishing world. I am a passionate about the entertainment industry, storytelling and narratives. This is a trilingual podcast. Each episode is adapted and then recorded in Spanish, English and French individually by myself, of course. So I want to invite you to discover amazing people, great films, videos, books, podcasts and much more. Before we begin, remember that your interaction with this podcast is essential. Share it and subscribe it. Really, any slight action from you means a lot to allow others to discover. And whether you are listening on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon Music or YouTube, share it with just one person. And remember that whether you use Alexa or Siri, Just ask it to play Hugo Marroquin podcast. I'm quite happy that this time I'll be recommending not only two series but two books. I'll be talking about Zero 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 and McMafia. Same name for published books and series available on streaming platforms. They reveal facts that will make you understand drug trafficking is a global phenomenon. Usually this is not a popular idea within governments or entertainment narratives in the United States or Europe because it involves criminal organizations with legal corporations. Way beyond the cliché idea about Latinos as the bad guys and the DEA agents as the good guys because real life is not black and white. So, let's start with those places where Pablo Escobar didn't even dream of. First place, Mr. Escobar didn't dream to be a written page or the discovery of a journalistic research. Zero 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 is based on Roberto Sabiano's book, a journalistic investigation about the complex web of drug trade around the globe. Saviano became world known thanks to his first book, Gomorra, a personal journey to the violent international empire of Naples' organized crime system. Since 26, following the publication of the book, Saviano has been threatened by several Napolitan godfathers So the Italian government has granted him permanent bodyguards. Zero 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 takes its name from the purest form of pasta flour. Zero 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 Triple Zero. 
which is also the nickname among traffickers for the purest cocaine on the market. McMafia is inspired on the book called McMafia Journey Through the Global Criminal Underworld, a book by Misha Glenny. He's a journalist from the BBC and The Guardian, who carried out a groundbreaking study of global organized crime investigation, revealing how blurred become the borders dividing legal from illegal, money laundering in Dubai, gunmen in Ukraine, scammers in Nigeria, hackers in Brazil, cartels in Colombia or even in Canada, even human traffickers in China. For anyone who wants to understand the 21st century, this illuminating and page-turning book is essential reading. The name McMafia was coming in relation to a particularly brutal group of Chechen criminals who extend their network around the world by employing a franchise model that has structural similarities to that of the world's biggest fast food chain, McDonald's. But isn't about the restaurant, okay? Second place, Pablo Escobar expanded his business beyond Colombia borders, but didn't dream of establishing international standards decades after. Zero, zero, zero. An Italian mafia buys five tons of cocaine through a American broker who, in turn, negotiates the product with Mexican drug traffickers, exposing the existing roles in the international drug trade. So, we will follow the journey of that shipment around the world, and this journey will be unexpected, explosive, surprising, breathtaking. We will visit unexpected places and all without knowing what's next. McMafia, even if it is based on a book, this book is non-fiction. So for the series, they have created fictional characters and a storyline. The author said that they are authentic projections of the people he came to know during his investigation. The main character is a descendant of exiled Russian gangsters, a very brave guy, in fact, working hard on moving away from that dark Russian mafia culture and runs even a illegal investment fund. But there's a sudden rumor affecting his business and well, an unexpected murder. Because of this, he will get involved into a complex international network of money laundering, human trafficking, and of course, drugs trade. Third place, Pablo Escobar didn't dream of doing business in five continents at the same time. Zero 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 was filmed in five countries, a spectacular production. It happens in places like New Orleans, Senegal, Morocco, Italy, and Monterey, Mexico. McMafia happens mainly in London, with 
some locations in Moscow, Israel, and the French Riviera. Besides those incredible places, there are great actors from different countries speaking in their native languages. And this gives both series a dose of realism and authenticity. In Pablo Escobar's world, money was counted by weight and buried in huge packages, while, for example, in McMafia, millionaire amounts circulate within the legal networks of the financial system that is controlled from London. While the Medellin cartel drug traffickers move in the middle of the jungle and fly in light aircrafts, in 000, for example, we will see American drug brokers eating at expensive restaurants in San Pedro, Monterrey, or using huge cargo ships over the Atlantic Ocean. Fourth place, Pablo Escobar didn't dream of what is happening now and how it's happening nowadays. For me, both series give us a global vision on the drug business, on its global reach in those tentacles that bond Latin America with the Balkans, the city in London with Russia, the Colombian jungle or the Sinaloa mountains with the French Riviera. It's an overview of the geopolitics of crime. Over the last two or three decades, drug business overtook drug traffickers like Pablo Escobar or El Chapo. Globalization has had a deep, very deep impact. Financial markets kind of allows money laundering, tax evasion, and other non-legal practices. And both series and books will get you there, at least to get an idea of it. There are no caps or robbers. This is, <laughs> this is a business that moves money around, and way too many people are involved in this chain. The way narcos or mafias had been usually portrayed is kind of romantic. Criminals who act like Robin Hood. But this is just an old way to portray, which is not valid anymore. Drug trafficking is a global cancer that generates instability, violence. It is an economic force that corrupts everything over its path. And this is how we should understand it. This two series, I believe, bring us closer to this understanding. Of course, the books may help us go deeper. Well, I really hope you watch the series or read the books and go beyond of what Pablo Escobar showed us. If you have already taken, share with me. As easy as take a screen capture and tag me on Instagram. You will find two more episodes about this series and books. One 
in Spanish and the other in French, because this is a trilingual podcast. They are not identical as each topic is adapted for each language. In other episodes, you can find topics such as how Michelle Obama built her entertainment empire, lessons to survive the apocalypse, or about the series Lupin and Monarcha, among many others. On social networks, you'll find me as Hugo Marroquin. Thank you very much for listening and see you in another episode.